they said, a complete bloody tosser. Abroad in that vast, smothering breadth of night, but not alone, the pinprick of light he had seen became clear as a torch-beam. An air-raid precautions warden was waving the torch at him as he approached the car. Troy slid down the window and waited for the usual catechism of cliché. You can't go on. The cathedral's had a near miss. You should have turned off at Ludgate Circus. Troy answered softly, Is the road blocked? I have to get through. Oh, that's what they all say. The warden paused. Any second now, thought Troy, the inevitable would gain utterance. Is your journey really necessary? Troy knew one day such aphorism would drive him to violence. I'm a policeman, Scotland Yard. I'm on my way to Stepney Police Station. Can I see your identity card? Troy had sat clutching his warrant card. He raised his left hand off his lap and held the card under the torch beam. The warden looked from Troy's face to the card and back again. When I was your age, I was in the trenches. Troy looked into the man's face. He was almost entirely in shadow, but his age seemed clear enough. The clipped moustache, the received pronunciation, the creaking joints, all bespoke a man in his fifties, a generation Troy had come to loathe, with their constant justification of what they had done in the war, their jingoistic fervour that their sons should also risk their lives in another German war a generation of drawing-room drones, League of Nations naives, chicken-farming chunterers. Troy had long ago ceased to regard the ARP and the Home Guard as anything but a patriotic nuisance. I'm a copper. I think that says it all. Inside, Troy kicked himself. Why pick up the white feather? The war's out there, sonny. No, thought Troy, as he pressed the self-starter and jerked the old bull-nose Morris into reverse, it's here. War, like charity, begins at home. He turned south at Ludgate Circus and drove slowly down New Bridge Street. Eight years a policeman, five almost entirely spent on murder cases, had left him to define all human relations in terms of conflict. The craters of Blackfriars and Puddle Dock yawned on his right— there had been a woman in thirty-eight who had put a knitting needle through the eye of a faithless husband. Upper Thames Street and the blitzed arches of Cannon Street Station passed overhead. In forty-one, a returning buffs major had dismembered a seemingly errant wife with a bayonet. Seemingly, but not actually. He had gone to the gallows a contrite murderer of a blameless woman. Such cases required no solution. The murderers did not leave the scene of the crime. Or, if they did, they walked into a police station a few days later and confessed. Looking south across Tower Pier, the night over Bermondsey split open with a deep whoomph of a bomb, and a towering lick of flame rose brightly satanic into the starless sky. Here, or near enough, Londoners had bathed and paddled in the salt water of the Thameside in hot summers between the wars, on the artificial beach carved out of the Thames' reach, just by Tower Bridge. A boy of eight had drowned in thirty-nine, in the last hours of peace, held under by his sister of eleven. Troy had patiently extracted her confession in front of disbelieving parents, and withstood a cross-examination of fury in the witness-box. The litany could be endless. 
Only three weeks ago, a man in Uxbridge had taken his wife's lover apart with an axe and had swung at Troy as he arrested him, nicking a piece out of his arm. Into a grating third gear as the car rounded the top of Tower Hill and a cluster of bombs ripped up the night over Bermondsey once more. Drawn to the noise and light, Troy drove out onto the deserted bridge and stopped the car. London seemed to have shut down. He left the car and stood on the pavement. Looking downriver, the Luftwaffe were swarming out of the south to rain bombs on Rotherhithe and the Surrey docks. It looked to be one of the heaviest raids of the year. Another massive bang, another pillar of light rising into the sky, and a rapid surge of flame shot out across the water. They were aiming for fuel tanks on the south side, and had clearly found them. Petrol flooded out into the salty tidal surge to set the Thames on fire. Blue and orange flames danced like motley demons towards the bridge.